move Javante Davis Living young, got room for patience This a dope podcast, it ain't drugs when we move bases Houston, we got a problem, taking off like the Rockets This a three-man weed, coming at you with topics Get to hit me with logic, baby, showtime's back You slow, catch up, you run a 4-9 flat It's imperative, transitioning from changing the narrative You can catch this wave from the Marlins to the Mariners Doing things you can't believe It's the three-man week Come at you with topics No, you cannot stop it Doing things you can't believe It's the three-man week We come at you with topics No, you cannot stop it Yo, what's happening, people? We back again. We took a little layoff for the holidays. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. You ate good. You spent time with your family. But it's time. We are back to change the narrative. Yes, that's right. The three-man weave is back. Yes, sir. It's right now. It's your boy. Y'all already know it's Hill, baby. Hill gonna heal regardless. I'm here. I'm back, baby. Let's get it. AJ. Presidente. We nah, Cannon out here. Cannon out here. Nah, you know, life life happens to us. You know what I'm saying? That's so he ain't here. That's understandable. But you know what? We're going to hold it down while Cannon's not here, man. We wish him the best. Um, but as we always do, let them know here. Where can they find us? You can catch us on Instagram, 3 man weave underscore. All major platforms, three man weave. You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. Y'all already know. Let's get it, baby. Let's get it. <laughs> so, it's a lot that happened in these last couple of weeks in sports. But I feel like where we really got to jump in, man, Kareem Hunt, the Chiefs. Mm, We're going. We starting off early on the sour note. Mm, okay. Hey, we start. We starting off there, man. So I need. I need to know, Hill. Like, what's your what's your thoughts on on Kareem Hunt and the Chiefs, man? Man, I'm. I'm. I'm surprised to be quite honest in all facets of the situation. I'm surprised he that stupid. I'm surprised he got cut that fast. I'm surprised that the backlash from it is. Really not as not as overwhelming that I really thought it was gonna be. Maybe because it happened on the weekend and we ain't got a chance to have every all the platforms go crazy on them yet. But I'm a little still in shock to be quite honest. Um, I, and and you know what, I can almost a hundred percent agree with you. And like, cause my whole thing is, I don't really necessarily have an issue of them cutting him what I have an issue with is if the Chiefs knew about this this so apparently this situation happened in February right yeah it's almost February again but go ahead so my issue is why now why you release him now so if you knew about this (laughs) you knew what's going on like you knew this incident happened why get stern now Nothing happened. Like I don't remember hearing about Kareem Hunt missing practices. You know, facing a team team discipline over the summer, training camp, preseason, early in the regular season. I didn't hear nothing about that. Nope. 
So my whole thing is that, you know, everybody's trying to praise the Chiefs saying, oh, you know, they're stern on domestic violence and, you know, they, you know, really standing up for domestic violence. I'm not about to applaud them because in my mind it is like, you were you went easy on this until the video came out. That's the same thing that happened with Ray Rice. That's the same thing the NFL messed up on. They gave Ray Rice two games, and then the video came out, and then you know they said, you know what, we can't let you back in this league. And so that's my issue. I'm not about to I'm not the I'm not about to praise the Chiefs for being reactive. I can't say that you know what you guys are tough on domestic violence. You guys you know you know have a stern arm on domestic violence. When and all honestly. If that video would have never came out, Kareem Hunt would still be a chief. That's why they drafted Tyreek Hill. And that, and that's my thing. If you yeah. actually hear, if you hear the story about Tyreek Hill, come on now, like Tyreek Hill story is way crazier than what Kareem Hunt did. He choked his pregnant baby mama at the time. Yeah, like that's crazy. But you, you know, obviously, all of a sudden, you're trying to fake it like you care about domestic violence so hard. Like, you know, what I'm saying they trying to play. They they try to create a narrative and try to play it, but they're not gonna fool me over here. Absolutely not. Yeah. And so that's my thing. Like, you know what? Yeah, they that was a big move. That's something that we, you know, really haven't seen before with domestic violence in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But I'm not about to praise the Chiefs. I'm not about to praise Andy Reid for taking a stand. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if that video would have never came out, we would have never heard about this. Green would have never got suspended. Yep. My thing about it, about the whole situation is, like, I right, boom. First and foremost, I don't condone domestic violence. I never, I never I never condoned domestic violence. I never was a fan of it even before. And it definitely enhanced since I had my daughter. But the fact that, like, watching that video, we we seen worse. Yeah, no. Like, but but you know what I'm saying, though? Like, we have seen worse. But you know what I don't like is that aggression towards a woman. Especially as an NFL player. Like, I'm not trying to, like, like, I understand, you know, there may be some circumstances where he says, you know what? You know, my lady was disrespected. She disrespected me. She called me racial slurs or whatever. But that type of aggression towards a woman, not, not even just as a man, but as a as a professional athlete with the strength that you possess, that's a little bit different to me. Like, at the end of the day, cooler heads got to prevail somewhere. Somewhere. At, at some point, you got to be like, you know what? I know who I am and what I like, what stature I like possess. I need to chill. <laughs> and, like, you you actually raised a good point to, like, where you talked about now that you have a daughter, you definitely don't, you know. Yeah, it's definitely, it's extra. It's extra. I don't condone right? it now. And so now that you said that, that brings me to, a, you know, not necessarily a tangent. Hey, but Doug Williams, yo, talk about he got daughters and he, you know, but he still signs Ruben Foster. Didn't hesitate to sign him, though. Like, he didn't hesitate to sign him. And, like, that, for me, that's, like, if his, if his daughters ever grow up. He better hope. He, I want him to keep better, that same energy, to be quite he honest. Better, he, he better hope his daughters don't get with someone who put hands on them. Because at the end of the day, you condone that. Like, you're welcoming that. You're saying that this is not a punishable behavior. This allows you for a second chance. And you know what? Honestly, I'm all for second chances. But True. Ruben Foster... He's had second and third chance. <laughs> yeah, he did. Like, he a repeat like, offender. Like, he's a repeat offender. He said, look, hey, I, I'm a habitual beater. <laughs> yeah. You dig what I'm saying? Like, this is what I do. Oh. I'm, here. I'm here. This, I'm here. These yeah. hands work. Yeah, I went to the high school turner. Of- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and so that's, that's my issue. And to me, it, just in all honesty, like I've said before, I just feel like you got to really 
take a stand. And the NFL has botched this time, time and time, time again. Again, because at the end of the day, where I like I said, like like to go back to my point about the Chiefs, I can't like I can't praise you for releasing Kareem Hunt now and being reactive because you knew about it in February. You knew about it in February. If you knew about it in February, why didn't you report it to the league? The league has a a, a six month, I mean a six game suspension, like baseline so but they the say league, the league hasn't been standing to that because if you think about it josh brown he didn't get that league you know meant like mandatory six game suspension for domestic violence and he had a memoir saying hey you know what i beat my wife this is how i feel this is how she feel i did it again this is how i feel this is how she feel he he had a diary of you know, every yeah. single time that he put his hands on his wife and they treated and him like he was a kicker like no nobody like, cared he the kicker like, that's what i'm saying like and, and, and that's why I can't praise the Chiefs. I can't praise the NFL for putting them automatically on the, you know, commissioner's exemption list. Just because y'all not, like, y'all have a baseline. Y'all have a punishment, a standard. And no one has stood to this. If it's supposed to be an automatic six games at any allegation of domestic violence, why are people getting two, three, one, you know, game suspensions? Even before they appeal. Because I don't want to sound like a homer, but like, say, what was all this energy when Zeke when Zeke had allegations? And, that's what, and, and you know what? I can't even call you a homer because I 100% agree. Because it seems like at that point in time, that was the only time where it was just like, we're going to stand true to these rules that we set in place and have a six-game suspension. And I don't want to sound like I'm condoning, you know, these guys for, you know, getting off easy. What I'm saying is... I want everyone to get these six games. If that's the case, yeah. If, if, like, if, if, yeah. If, if, if that's the rules you put in place, it's a, a, a automatic six-game suspension for you know any and every accusation for domestic violence. That's what it's got to be across the board. Nobody should ever be like, oh, we're going to let this you know legal process come out and then decide. No. You get accused of domestic violence, you're getting six games. Off rip. And then let's say if the process, um, you know what I'm saying, it lets you off. All right, boom. Then we lifting the suspension. Then, but. then you can appeal, and then you can, you know, you know, roll that suspension back. Get some back pay, as, whatever you got to do. As soon as that allegation hit, you boom. getting six games. I'm trying to, yeah. What was they waiting on? You seen the video and everything. Once the video dropped Friday, the NFL should have had to report he suspended right after that. Exactly. And, and that's how I knew that the NFL won't really serious about this because I didn't, I haven't heard about this until the video dropped. Funny thing about, did you see the um, interview today with him and Lisa Salters? Man, that was the worst PR move I have ever seen in my life. Really? <laughs> like, he won't prepare. He won't ready. This, this what you think? How could it do, do any harm to him? That's, that's my thing. It had to be beneficial. I mean, I don't necessarily say it's done any extra harm, but if you're going to do that, you are supposed to come out and fight your case, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's more to this than what I've actually seen. I don't have the audio, whatever. But, no, but to me, I'm just like, nah. See, the thing that's why I think it, I think it was a good job by him for a certain extent. First of all, he went way too long with the interview. He he kept talking, and Lisa kept going. She kept Lisa did her job. Like Lisa definitely did her job for him. He did take accountability though. That's the thing I like. He was like, I ain't trying to blame nobody else. Nothing, nothing going on. It's my fault. 
he took accountability. So that right then and there, that shows contrition to me. So, Ooh, I, so I, I, I 100% agree with what you're saying, you know, coming out, taking accountability. But one thing that I say is, like, I'm going to pull out is where you pause. But when you say <laughs> where he took too long, you ever be like getting caught in the middle of something and your girl be like, well, who is this? And you trying to formulate the lie in your head and you start talking in circles and you start going a little bit too long. I'm like, all right, my man's is caught right here. You dig what I'm saying? Because he's he's trying to he's trying to get his lie in order because he ain't got his lie in order. But, I could be wrong. I'm not like allegedly, quote unquote. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not accusing him, but I'm also saying like, hey, bro, like sometimes when you be a little bit too long winded, you be talking in circles. Nah, because I think I think I think honestly, I think he really didn't want to like throw anybody under the bus. I really think he just wanted to just wear it. He be like, you know what? I messed up. I'm wearing it. Cause he could have easily he could have easily said, "Hey, look, Lisa, I was drunk, I blacked out. She called me the N word. She wouldn't leave, and you know what I'm saying I did what I had to do. He could have easily you know he could have easily said that, but he was like, you know what, I was wrong. This is not who I normally am. You know what I'm saying? He he tried to he he he, he wore he wore it on the sleeve. I'm I give him a little I give him a, a A for effort if, if anything. Absolutely, because most most people don't say nothing. That's very true. Because, I mean, but honestly, sometimes that's beneficial because, I mean... It's been beneficial to who? Ben Roethlisberger still might get into the Hall of Fame. He's... mm, He's a... Go ahead, say it, because this is what I wanted. Go ahead, say it, say it. Big Ben's white at any day. Thank you. He white. And you know what? I'm sorry, but they just have different privileges and different circumstances that they get away with that we don't. He went on Big Ben went on a whole rape tour, like and and they just got away with it and and they just let him get away with it and he did a little what he, he did a little weak interview and that's it, like bathroom Ben strikes again. That's what I'm saying. We get it, but that's not. But what we not, I don't want to just I don't want it to sound like we trying to vouch for. No, Kareem, Kareem you were stupid. That was your fault, and that's not what we're doing. Because like I said, I wholeheartedly support him getting cut because that's not what you're supposed to do. Well, I'm not about to, like I said, I'm just not applauding the Kansas City Chiefs for cutting him because if you was going to cut him, do that in February. That's what I'm saying because they can't, because they, they, they a whole contradiction to me because you can't make it seem like you just care about domestic violence so hard and you still got Tyree Hill, Tyree on, your Hill on your team. And you're going to give him an extension. You're going to pay him top dollars soon. So and, and Tyree Hill never got suspended. He never got nothing. Like, they just, like, yeah, he, like his draft stock dropped. But at the end of the day, that's it. Like as soon as, as soon as he proved himself that he was able to, you know, be a contributor in the NFL, what he do? Got on the field. That's why I'm surprised that they cut him. It's like Kareem Hunt is a top. He's a top back. I don't know where wherever you're gonna rank him. He's a top back. He's elite at this level. So yeah, he's he's a, he's in that elite category. You can't just even though he seemed like he might have a replaceable skill set. Like you know what, we can go get another Kareem Hunt out the draft. I don't I don't see somebody just. Cutting somebody at that type of a level that that easily, so it, it did surprise me that they just didn't wait for the six game suspension. Cause oh yeah, absolutely, it surprised me as well because like when like when the video dropped, I sent I sent it to you know our three man we group chat like oh mm-hmm. snap, look at Kareem Hunt like <laughs> what's gonna happen now because this gonna affect the playoff hunt no pun intended. <laughs> but when the the news came down, I think it was like two, three hours later that they cut him. 
I was shocked. Yeah, I was. Yeah, we was we was definitely in a state of flux. But because like like like, but like you said, it's it's all because of they still got Tyreek Hill on the team. Yeah, that's that's the part. I'm like, hold on, y'all. This is phone. That's phoning me. But luckily this week, I think they felt confident doing it this week. You know, cause they playing the Raiders. You know. When you play the Raiders, you can go ahead and put Smith. Like Smith away is a good running back, so you can <laughs> you can put Smith away in and think you can go ahead and, and won't lose, but so much. Right, so because right. let's be let's be honest, Smith away was once he just started running back last year before he got hurt. I believe so because I think it was Spencer Ware, Sharkandrick West, and they were still working. Uh, Kareem yeah, they so they and got. Like, I think it was like game three or four. Kareem Hunt took over. I think Sharkandra West and Spencer Ware both got hurt kind of like at around the same time. In the preseason. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, in the preseason. Yeah, like, don't quote me on that. So, so they had they had all confidence in, in Spencer Ware. So I'm not really, for a football standpoint, they're not, really they not really doing anything for me. They know what they're doing. But Absolutely. listen, man, I thought we were going to start off with this, man. It was a big fight last yeah. night. Yeah. Let's it, get to it now. It was a big fight last night, man. Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder. They went. To, they went the distance. It's it's rare to see heavyweights go the distance. They went the distance. It was a good fight. It was entertaining. You got your money's worth. Absolutely. But boxing, boxing strikes again. Thank you. Boxing I, does what they do. How many times oh, have man. I told you, Hill, that I'm sick of these referees and boxing? Like they've ruined so many fights. They and it's not just that you ruin fights in boxing. You ruin careers because boxing ain't like the UFC where you can take two, three losses and then, you know, still get top fights. Mm-hmm. You take a loss in boxing, you lose your O. If you lose your O in boxing, it puts you back. You dig what I'm saying? And it's just like these referees, like, the, like these judges, judges have been yeah. killing. Like, come on, like the Pacquiao-Bradley uh, fight, the Pacquiao-Horn fight, this fight. Like, some people, like, they got issues with that, that second um, Canelo or Triple G fight. And even the Triple yeah, G and Canelo the, first The first fight. one. I might have more issues with the first one than anything. It's just but. like, like, you just, like, you're, 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 you're putting pause on way too many careers. You're costing millions of dollars to people. And it's just, it's sickening to me. And it's just like, I don't know about you. Like, I told you early on in the fight when it was still, it was still fresh and early. I'm like. Deont- like when we got to like round five, I was like Deontay Wilder may have won one of these rounds. Mm-hmm. And at like at the time, you was like, I don't know. But then as I'm like explaining it to you, you know, as the fight goes on, you starting to kind of see like, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Because he's not hitting him for real. Like Fury is controlling the pace of the fight. And then you have that. I think it was one fifteen to one eleven. Yeah, scorecard. Yeah, they had Deontay Wilder winning the first four rounds. Yeah, but. Yeah, you, I had you know, I had money on Deontay, and I already knew I was I was surprised at the outcome. So that let you further know. I, I was already ready to press in, send my money. Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> like, like, and that's what I'm saying. And it was like I'm not necessarily like surprised at the outcome because like what I had said from you know from start after seeing Deontay Wilder fight King Kong Ortiz, I'm like if he fights someone who can box. And hit him, but has the condition to last. He's in trouble because Ortiz was rocking him, but he just ran out of gas. See, Fury yeah. made him punch himself out. He made Wilder punch himself out, and so this accumulation of punches was starting to affect 
Wilder. And it was just like, if he gets someone, you know, those top-tier boxers who can really, you know, outsmart him, actually box and, you know, hit him, he going to be in trouble. I thought, I thought Wilder was going to win just because I felt like he was going to be able to last. He was going to land punches early in the fight. Mm-hmm. He may not necessarily outbox him, but he was going to be able to land some hard punches and he was going to be able to put those, you know, power punches in the bank for the late rounds. And like he did, you know, put Fury down. But he wasn't able to get those early punches to really keep Fury down. Because I don't know what Fury is on, bro. They need to test him. <laughs> how did he get up? Yeah, I don't know who. I don't know what type of. I don't know how he got up. I'm how still, did he get up? Yeah, he got up and re- rejuvenated. Like, who? He got, he got, like, honestly, the way he got up, if he would have never gotten knocked down, he would have won that round. <laughs> Yo. Like, what? like, if he would have never got knocked down, he would have won that round. That's the fact. I don't know what type of hit. I don't know what type of second win that he got after that because I'm still feeling that one because I don't know how he got up. That's, like, one thing that I've learned. Because when, like, when I was in high school, I went to a majority minority high school. Well, my junior year, I transferred, and I went to a majority um Predominantly white in high school, and I just saw how like the the kids on the wrestling team acted, um, and just you know, you know altercations in the hallway, which further let me know, you know what? It's a lot of people I fight in this world. A motivated white person, I ain't putting hands on them because they will take punishment. Yeah. I don't know how <laughs> he took. It wasn't just one punch. He took two, two of clean punches from the from like arguably the hardest puncher in the game, and then he hit his head on the canvas. Yeah, bro, how you how you get three concussions <laughs> in three seconds, and you pop back on your feet? He definitely better not try to sue nobody. We know you got CTE, Tyson. Oh, he got CTE. You know, like, we know you got it. Oh, it's easy. Like, don't donate your brain to research. Nothing. We we know. We know. It's we over. we already we know. know what you we got, know. Brother. We know now. You might want to start treatment now. But let's backtrack. Let's backtrack. Let's okay, go back. Logistics of the fight. You was telling me, like I said, we we text throughout the fight, and you was telling me you was like, listen, he's controlling the fight. And I'm and I'm sitting there. I maybe I'm watching with biased eyes. Let's go ahead and just. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm like, I'm not seeing. Him, I'm not seeing him doing anything. And what I was saying was, I'm like, okay, maybe Wilder's not hitting him with his punches like he normally do, but I'm not seeing control that that everybody was trying to portray. What was, what was the um the um judge? Well, not the judge, but the um like the scorekeeper. Albert Bernstein and uh um uh, what was his name? I'm talking about it was a Farhood. The Farhood, the scorekeeper. Yeah, the, now the when he but now when he now when he hit me with the explanation, the same thing that you was telling me via text, I'm sitting there like, I can see how they are getting it now. It's all about the education. Once again, I'm the I'm the casual fan. I'm just watching right, the right, fight. Right. But as you but as you telling me, you were like, he's still in rounds. So yeah. the fact that he's still in rounds, I'm sitting there like, you got to start letting these hands go. And my thing was, I understand that you keep saying that. A boxer, you know, what I'm saying a true, a pure boxer will, will, you know, what I'm saying do some damage to Wilder, but that's always been him. My whole thing about him was he wasn't as wild and unorthodox as he normally is. Like he was trying to be okay. somebody that he wasn't to me, and I think that was blowing me majority of the fight. Like you trying to pinpoint 
thinking like you're trying to be a pinpoint counter or counter counter puncher with a wild right. Like I'm confused on what he, who so, you trying to be right now. So let me let me tell you why he wasn't able to be who he normally is. That wild, you know, haymaker. I'm throwing this punch. It's gonna start in you know Mississippi, come up through Atlanta and hit you in New York. <laughs> because every time he would do that, Fury be like, bang bang, hold that, take that with you. And it may not look like it's some super power punch, mm-hmm. but those accumulate over a 12-round fight. You get hit in your chin enough, you get countered with enough one-twos, you get hit smack in the nose enough. It may not. Like to, to the like to the casual boxing fan, it may not look like some super power punch. It may not look like that wilder, you know, you know, right hand. But what it is is, oh, it's going it's it's a punch still. Yeah. It may, it may not be a haymaker, but it's a smiley white. But my thing, but my thing was when he was doing, when he was getting aggressive, some of them rounds, and he was getting the fury, fury would grab him. So that that yeah. was that, but that would let me know That's that boxing. I understand that. Don't get me wrong, but that would let me know that you can get the fury. You could have, he could have got the fury. He could have wore fury down earlier than what you. what he was doing, and I don't think he was doing that. I don't think he was doing that exactly because. The reason why, so this is the reason why I picked Deontay Wilder to beat Fury is because in Fury's career, yes, Fury has, you know, he was the one who, you know, conquered the Klitschko Mountain, but also Fury got put to the canvas, even though he got up, by a natural cruiserweight. Mm. So I'm like, if you're getting put down by a cruiserweight, and we know how heavy Fury is, how heavy-handed Deontay Wilder is, I'm like... I got some concerns about your chin against the one of the you know the most violent punchers in the game. Yeah. What I didn't expect is, although Fury is you know for a big man, he's you know very very talented on the defensive end. But yeah. I just felt like he would get caught. Like one of those punches would get through. Two of those punches would get through, and it'll put you down. I just feel like as I was starting to watch the fight, I'm like Deontay Waters not getting enough of those through because Fury. Like, if you hear Deontay Water talk about it in the end of the fight, he was like, you know, I was just missing. You know, I felt like, you know, my punches were just missing. I was right there. You know, I just, you know, my nerves got the best of me, and I was just trying to, you know, go out and knock him out. But to me, all great boxers, like all great defensive fighters, let me put it that way, you never miss them by a lot. If you look at Floyd, when you, like, when you watch a Floyd fight, no one ever misses Floyd by a little bit. The punches that miss Floyd be right here, right here. Because you know what? He's never off balance. When you're missing by a lot, that means like you are ducking way too far out and you're trying to slip too far. A great defensive fighter knows, all right, they can test your range and I'm going to get just out of, like enough out of the way of this, you know, punch. I can roll with it. I can, you know, f- you know, parry it enough just so I can counter you. I'm not out of, you know, like every single thing that they do, they are, they are able to counter. And that's what that's what Fury was doing. That's why I was like, at that that point in that night, if Deontay Wilder wasn't able to score those two knockdowns, that would have been an un, like he might not have like in some like judges he might have like, lost a round. Yeah, it was like I mean it was it was it was a clinic. It it was definitely a, it was it was definitely a clinic, and that's why I kept like when we when we was texting. I know we can't divulge what we really were saying, but that's why I really kept talking because like it was like more more so like an educational process right then and there. Absolutely. So. I was cool and I appreciate you, but uh, um, 
I, I mean, I'm still disappointed in him. I can still be disappointed. No, absolutely, even absolutely. In the, what really made me disappointed is he even sounded like he lost on every interview. Like he he, he sounded like a loser. So he sounded like he lost, and Fury sounded like he like he won. won. So that's that's another thing. These judges got to stop. What really pissed me off about it when they even said that if Fury wins, it's an automatic rematch clause. So what? So think about it. Now we got to go through the business side because now both of them don't even really. They didn't really fully commit to a rematch right then and there. Yeah. Feel what I'm saying? So now we got the business to deal with. If y'all would have just went with the, the the consensus decision with Fury, we could have got the rematch. We could have got what the people wanted off off rep. You know what I'm saying? And, and we could have got that. But once again, boxing business strikes again. And want to know? If we were not in America, I, I hate to say this, but if we were not in America, Wilder would have lost that fight. He shouldn't. Have, he shouldn't have won in America. But exactly. <laughs> I mean, it shouldn't. But that's what I'm saying. So sometimes you get that favorable, favorable judging. You get that home cooking, and that's mm-hmm. what he got. He got home cooking because they're like to me. I I understand like this. Like with those two knockdowns, it kind of close. Like you can say it closed the gap in the fight. It did. But there, there's no way that with those two knockdowns. Deontay Wilder should have still been up on anybody's scorecard 115 to 111. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a that's a that's a Maliwa. <laughs> like, like, no way. No, 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 no. Like, like, cause to me, if you got if you had Wilder like at 115, 111, like, like I said, you gave him way too many rounds that he did not win. Yeah. My he ducking him. Go ahead. Oh, easy. Absolutely. Go ahead, like, the, go ahead, cut the plea for your boy. I'm listening. Oh, no. I'm not copping the plea because, like I said, the only reason, like, I've always said that I, I give AJ the upper hand on Wilder just because of the, the type of styles. Wilder, if, like, if he can't haymaker you to death, he's in trouble. He's never really fought anybody like that until Ortiz and then now Fury. I feel like. AJ can box him and get him in trouble. Fury, I feel like Fury gonna he he'll give fucking AJ. I'm sorry. It's all good. I feel like he would give AJ some fits. I I owe a couple dollars to the swear jar, but he would get yeah. Fury would get Fury would give AJ fits just because AJ he can knock he can knock you out, but he can't knock you out like Wilder. So if Fury come in with that confidence against AJ, and don't nobody respect AJ. Oh, Fury gonna come in there. And that's, he gonna get. He gonna get an AJ head. That's boy. yeah. See, he, he, he gonna get his head. Yeah, it's gonna be. That's what that, and that's why. That's why I say I understand why AJ ducking, bro. Keep that business. Keep that business on point. Cause it's gonna get ugly. You keep. You fight either one of them. Absolutely. And honestly, right now, just how it's you know, even though the Wilder AJ fight or even a Fury AJ fight probably would be the biggest draw. In boxing right now, mm-hmm. as a pure boxing fan, I either want another rematch with Fury and Wilder, yeah. Fury Ortiz, or Wilder Ortiz. Those are the three fights that I would like to see. See, that's the thing about it. See, that's why we. That's why I hate boxing business. We got a four man rotation that we can get popping right now. Like it's and no. Also, it, you gotta think about Dylan White and Big Baby. Like those are two other fighters that you can throw into this heavyweight, this heavyweight gauntlet 
and you know really make some great fights but we got to deal with the business man we got to deal with that business side of this fight this fight game and it's sickening it's pathetic but we pathetic. anyway they don't need to think about nothing else we need to go ahead and get the rematch popping go ahead and get the rematch we need a rematch in may <laughs> yeah i need that rematch in 2019 so it's sunday it's sunday we're recording it today sunday december 2nd yeah i got about to say i could i didn't know what day the day it was but december 2nd i gotta take my money, I gotta take my money order for my rent i mean yeah definitely gotta pay you you know what i'm saying it's time to pay I mean, I've been for, trying for you. I've been trying to hold on to that cash as long as possible. Yeah, I feel you. Just stretch it to the fifth. You know, <laughs> I can't. This, this ain't like the, my last apartment where I can hold it to the fifth. They only give me to the third. Well, I sure hope they ain't get the rent money. Damn it! Had a dream about that fool last night. But look, college football. They got the playoffs set. You know, say we got Alabama number one, like everybody knew. We got Clemson number two, Notre Dame number three, the controversial number four. You can say Oklahoma got it. You got any thoughts? Any any debate? Any? I do. I do actually. Oh just lord! Like I, just like I sent you in the three man weave text. At the end of the day, I still feel like I still feel like Georgia should have had it. Off the simple fact of. No one really played, like, between Ohio State and Oklahoma, they didn't play that type of schedule. Like, no one no one faced that ranked gauntlet like Georgia. And, yeah, Georgia has a 20-point loss to LSU. Mm-hmm. But Ohio State was in the conversation with a 29-point loss to Purdue. That's nasty work. And a one-point loss to Maryland, who they gave 50 points up to. So, to me, I feel like if, you, if you're going, you know, if you're going to do that, if, you're gonna, if we're going to talk about bad losses, Ohio State should have never been in that conversation. They, no, nah, they only, like, they, 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 they in the conversation because they was just, just to add some entry. Nope. Yeah, no, 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 mm-hmm. I, I get that, but, like, just off of, like, like, I'm not going off of who's, deser- like, who deserves it. You know, because of their record. I'm going off teams. And to me, Ohio State wasn't a good enough team to be in the college football playoff. Oklahoma, yes. They they, they have a case because of, you know, how potent their offense is. You know, how quickly they can score at any point in time. But they can't stop you. They can't stop nobody. Like, I'm glad they don't make condoms in Oklahoma because... It'll be a entire baby boom because they not stopping nothing. So my my whole issue is like my bad. I, did I take it there. Yeah, that way. Left okay, that sorry. way. Yo, my, my yo bad. what? Yo, yeah, be, like, be, be. But, but, but yeah. So what I'm saying, basically, I'm just like, what are you saying? If you can get one or two stops against Oklahoma. You're gonna win. Like I'm not sold. Like that. Like guess they've proved that they can put up points, you know, against anybody. But when you go against top tier defenses who can match up with you, they've they've been in trouble. And that's just that's just the state of the Big Twelve. That's why the Big Twelve ain't really won nothing. Like I feel like you got to play some type of defense. Now, me and you had this personal conversation before. I know we've been that been that been like the theme of the show, but. 
We're not exposing our text messages. Yeah, y'all can go ahead and get rid of that. But remember when I told you about about scheduling? Yeah, absolutely. I done told y'all about scheduling these these old tough super super tough schedules for no reason. Just go ahead and get you a, a good enough schedule that you can breeze through. You know what I'm saying? It's, and it's still respectable. And so you can get to the dance, baby. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Unless you, unless you UCF. You better, stand, you better I mean, schedule some tough people if you UCF. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, UCF. But, I mean, I ain't talking about you right now. I'm talking about Georgia. You know what I'm saying? Georgia Georgia is the underground rapper right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they got balls. Yeah, they, they the most respected. They keep it real. Yeah, you see what keep it real get you? Fifth seed out of the playoff. You know what I'm saying? You tell all this stripper schedule, all these tough teams that they didn't went through. They didn't went through the gauntlet and all that. For what? Oh, big crit. For what? Yeah. For what? Now you got nothing to prove for it, but keeping it real. And when keeping it real, it goes wrong sometimes. And that's what but happened. You know what? No, 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 no. Because you know what? I can't. I cannot let you talk about underground rappers in Georgia. You're not about to put them in the same conversation as some of my favorite underground rappers. You know why? Because some of my favorite underground rappers is not going to run a fake pun on 4th and 11. Hey, you're absolutely right. That was the stupidest, um, that's one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. You know what I'm saying? I don't you're know. Um, you're going to run a fake punt and with, with a quarterback and you're going to do a, like, a, like, I don't know if he's trying to pass. He's trying to do a quarterback draw. I don't know what he was trying to do, but that did not work. Whole time, Alabama won't even in punt formation. <laughs> Like they was doing like the zone. Like they, was, they was doing the zone punt coverage on Madden. They yeah, had like, like three on the line, four at linebacker, so and that, one person deep. So that play alone let you know that you don't even deserve to be in the playoff. You doing stuff like that? I don't want to see. And then on top of that, we ain't want to see you again against Alabama. Like you already, we already seen two times on the big stage that you didn't drop the ball. We don't want to see it no more. Let somebody else, let somebody else get, a ch- get a chance at him. Because obviously, you can't get it done. How you lose to both of the quarterbacks? Both of the both situation. Times. Both You lost to both of the quarterbacks both times. Both, yeah. And, you talking about and, then, and then on top of that, you went on every ESPN show after the game to try to copy your plea. You over there copying pleas. You should have you should have got handled your business, brother. Bro, I ain't, uh, trying to, I ain't trying to hear none of that. Give him the book like 6 9 Take him down. Send him to jail. Out of here. I don't want to hear none of yeah. what you got to say, Kirby. Yeah, Kirby, out of here. So, yeah. He, right. Get him up all the way out the paint. You know what was what was crazy? Was crazy. Even though Oklahoma can't stop um, nobody, they can score. Yeah. And like I said, Alabama ain't seen no offense like this. So, it may get interesting. I mean... Like I said, I got hope just because I want to see Kyler Murray do his thing. Yeah. I, I definitely want to see him do his thing in this college football playoff. But I'll be really, but as I, I know we just completely forgot about Clemson and Notre Dame. Do we believe in them at all? I don't believe in Notre Dame at all. Why not? Bro, just going down Notre Dame's schedule... I'm just like, eh, but where where did you impress me? So did Alabama impress you? You know what Alabama impressed me? Alabama impressed me over the last five years. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> like Alabama has impressed me over the last five years. So you know what? At the end of the day, I know that when I get my check, they're going to take my Medicare 
buy taxes and Social Security out, and Alabama going to win at least 11 games. You know, <laughs> if I... <laughs> If I had a rebuttal for that, that would just be pure hate and just being pure stubborn. It don't even make sense. You know what? So, you, it's a wrap, yeah, so, yo. So, look, look, matter of fact, the most impressive game that Alabama has played, I mean, that Notre Dame has played all season, was against Michigan. They beat Michigan 24-17. to But you know what? They also beat Ball State 24-16. to <laughs> They beat Vanderbilt 22 to 17. They beat Pittsburgh 19 to 14. Who who is this again? Notre Dame. Yeah, what well, I mean, you know. Like, bro, like that's why I'm like, you know what? Nowhere nowhere in this like season did you really impress me whereas it's like I I got hope for you. They would give I put Georgia over Notre Dame, to be quite honest. They would. I told you. You heard my analogy. It was a good analogy, but the fourth and 11. But but if Notre Dame beats Clemson, they deserve some respect, and they deserve a shot, yo. They have a... Absolutely. If Notre Dame beats Clemson, I'm going to walk my statements back. And you know what? I can't really talk too much because Notre Dame beat Florida State 42 to 13. Yeah, that don't. Yeah, that don't. That don't. So I can't talk. I can't talk too much. But let me ask you this: I know you're a USC fan. You mm-hmm. know, I don't think the pod has been introduced to that yet. Nah, they haven't. But they beat USC twenty-four to seventeen. Like, come on, like. But that's what, not like, like for the number three team in the nation. That's a rivalry, though. That's a rivalry. You know, rivalry games is, is, is a little different sometimes. Records don't matter. Well, they just ain't. They they. They in that Ohio State group to me, where you just too inconsistent, where I can really put my faith in you to be in this college football. Yeah, that's why I really wasn't hyped for Ohio State. Like y'all had y'all chances. Y'all went through a lot. To be quite honest, they had a great season, despite all the um controversy that they had. So commend, yeah, no, I commend I, them for absolutely. that. Absolutely, I give them a round of applause. Yeah, but, but yeah, college football <laughs> different. You don't get, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I'm not handing out no participation trophies or you know. Victories here, like you nah. got to show me. Yeah. So, so, as you can see, it's been the two man weave edition. You know, next week we'll be back live. All the group we're gonna be live together. To be quite honest, everybody's all intact. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's gonna get ugly on that one. Um, you know, Instagram three man weave underscore. We on Facebook three man weave. On all social media networks, all podcasts where you can get your podcast, we there three man weave. Um, email podcast three dot man dot weave at gmail dot com. I'm Hill. That's AJ. We out. Yeah. Boom.